Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are at the conclusion of Romans chapter 3, looking at verses 29 through 31, read from today's international version. According to Barnes' notes, the Jews supposed that God was the God of their nation only, and that they were the only ones to be admitted to God's favor. In these verses, Paul showed that as all have alike sinned, Jews and Gentiles, so is the plan of salvation by faith adapted to sinners without any special reference to whether they are Jews or Gentiles. So God could show favor to all and all might be admitted on the same terms to the benefits of the plan of salvation and that salvation is through Jesus Christ. So let's listen to Romans chapter 3 verses 29 through 31 read from today's New International Version. Is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Again, Romans chapter 3, verses 29 through 31, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Romans chapter 3, verses 29 through 31, read from today's New International Version. Paul began this chapter by talking about the justification of the Jew. The Jew felt that he was entitled to um, grace. He felt that because he kept the law, he did all that the law prescribed, that you know he could pr- practically do whatever he wanted to and still be guaranteed that he would uh, be secure in his salvation. And Paul said, no, that's not how it works. And he also said that the Gentile has been invited to the table, basically. And he has been invited by the uh, plan that God set in force, even in the law that the Jews uh, knew so well. So we're at the conclusion of chapter 3. 
and he's telling them, you know, they're a rhetorical question. Is God the God of the Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? And he said, yes, of the Gentiles also. This righteousness is offered to both Jew and Gentile. The universal character of the offer is demonstrated by the simple fact that God is not only the God of the, of the Jew, but he's also the God of everyone, Jews and Gentiles. If there is only one God, then that God is the God of all people, the Jews and the Gentiles. It is um, just up to the Jews, to I'm sorry, to the Gentiles to recognize him as God. It is one God. There is one God, the same God, and his plan is equal, equally suited to Jews and Gentiles. And we thank God for that plan because, because of the plan, we have salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. The Jews, of course, uh, says the circumcision, that would be your Jews. And those who are circumcised and uncircumcision, the Gentiles. And then it says, there is one God who justified the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Not only is this righteousness available to all Jews and Gentiles, it is also received the same way by both Jews and Gentiles. Since one God justifies both, or justifies all, he justifies them in the same way. He justifies us in the same way. By faith, through faith. There is no difference in the meaning of these expressions. Both denote that faith is, the instrument, is instrumental. It is the instrumental cause of justification. Faith is the instrumental cause of justification or acceptance with God and faith in his son, faith in the saving work of his son on the cross. The in inference is, if justification be by the law, then the Gentiles who are without the law cannot be justified. And yet they also rejoice in God as their justifier. The Jew had been long ago in the faith because of they had the law. The Gentiles had lately obtained faith from them. In other words, the Jew was already in a position of justification through the law leading up to Christ. He had only to accept it as faith, as a part of his, as a faith and not of works, not by the works of the law. The Gentile must obtain it through faith. In other words, his faith in the gospel, which is now revealed to him. And then the uh, question is asked, and it says Paul's um, question. He's having this hypothetical conversation. And the question is, do we make void the law through faith? And, uh, of course, the answer is no. Paul does not mean that Jews should dismiss the law completely. 
Rather, they should consider it a means to a, to a right relationship with God. The law remains useful for moral instruction. It also details God's promises and his purposes for the world. We can see how someone would ask, if the law doesn't make us righteous, what good is it? Uh, Paul, you just said that the law void is void. You are going against the law of God, God when you said that. And Paul said, certainly not. He didn't make the law void. He didn't uh, cancel the law. Paul affirms that the law is holy and good. However, the law also identifies sin and testifies that humanity is under the power of sin. It does not help overcome sin. Paul specifies that the law is not to blame Indwelling sin is the real problem. And he's going to look at that in Romans chapter 7, verses 14, probably starting at verse 12 through verse 17. As the apostle will demonstrate in Romans 4, which is the next chapter, the law anticipated the upcoming, anticipated the coming gospel of justification by faith apart from deeds of the law. Therefore, the gospel establishes the law, fulfilling its own predictions. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we come to the end of uh, chapter 3 of Romans. I pray that uh, your word reaches again everyone who needs to hear it in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that um, those who are without uh, Christ in their life, that they will accept him by faith and not by works. Not by works of the law, but by faith in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. As you know, so much is going on. Nothing takes you by surprise. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.